With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The dream is made real. Ricky Hatton rocks the world. How do you like it? How do you like it? I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. It's over. Mamma mia. He's done it. Anthony Joshua. Welcome back to BTR Boxing Podcast Network. I am your host, Sean, joined by Johnston for this big fight preview as Arta Paterbiev defends his IBF, WBC, WBO light heavyweight titles against Callum Smith, which is going to be a very interesting fight this weekend and one that I'm very much looking forward to watching and, of course, talking about as we lead up to the fight of the weekend. Johnston, Paterbiev versus Smith. A fight that was probably on the horizons when Smith moved up to the light heavyweight division. It was inevitable he would probably fight Bivol or Baturbiev, and it is Baturbiev he's got. And it's a good opportunity for Smith because he's fighting for three of the four titles against Baturbiev. And he is really big, even for a light heavyweight. Even after moving up from super middleweight after the loss to Canelo, he is still quite a big light heavyweight. And... Baturbiev's getting older, there's a lot of talk around how hard Smith can actually hit, but then there's the counter com- conversations around how Canelo was able to to bully Smith around, so there's a lot of variables to a fight which people probably think is going to be a straightforward win for Artur Baturbiev with that scary power that he has, so what do you think about this fight, what are your initial thoughts on Baturbiev-Smith? Well when it was made I was happy, uh, I think it's a good fight for the division, I think it's a good fight for the pair of them, it helps Baturviev uh, and it helps Smith. You know they've it's, it's not been the most active for the pair of them. I mean they've they've been very inactive in actual fact, and and that's probably the one thing I'd say that's probably hindered them. You want to see them both in the ring. You want to see them fighting, and unfortunately that's for, for whatever reason. I know Baturviev about an injury. I think Smith may have done as well, and then. He was looking at fights and then fights didn't materialise because of the Baturviev one. And I know this fight has, was was cancelled and then rescheduled. 
So um, I'm glad it's here finally, and I'm glad they're finally going to share a ring together. Uh, it's it's a tough one. It's a tricky one to think about where Smith is. I know he's dealt, he's moved up, he's looked big, as you said, he's knocked at, you know, one of them in particular was a scary knockout and, and he looked impressive doing it. But he needed to be, for me, if he's fighting the level of opposition, he was fighting, he needed to be more active. So that's straight away, the inactivity is always an issue. But saying that, I'm really excited about this fight. Well, I was funnily enough yesterday in the gym with Anthony Groller and I was chatting to Anthony Groller and the first thing he said to me is, what do you think about Paterbia versus Smith? Now, obviously, Crawler's been training alongside Smith throughout his career. He's known him for a very, very long time. They are friends, of course, and it was uh, a conversation which I basically said, look, I, I genuinely don't know here because on one hand, you've got a, a much bigger fighter in Callum Smith with the natural abilities and natural physical advantages to be able to maybe break down and beat Paterbia. And he can punch, he can. You look at the knockouts he's had in his career and he can hurt an opponent that one against Lenin Castillo that you mentioned there Johnson that was that was quite a scary one indeed of course and he can do that but again like I said before the counter argument really here is look at the Canelo fight Canelo is a smaller fighter than Baturbiev and yes I know Canelo does sort of blow up on the night and he's probably more like a light heavyweight when he gets in the ring uh, fighting as a super middleweight but Still, with that in mind, he was still able to bully and beat Callum Smith and effectively negate everything Smith had, the physical advantages that he had. So if, if Canelo can do that, then for me, Paterbiev can do that. But Paterbiev, I think, is is a slower fighter than Canelo. He's, I'd say he's slowing down a little bit more. I think he's easier to hit than maybe what Canelo is. Uh, I think people are starting to look at the fact that he is getting older he hasn't been as active as maybe what you would want him to be he's a consummate professional and he keeps himself in shape all the time that's great but how long is he going to be able to sustain you know that that conditioning that that level of fitness as your body naturally gets older that naturally declines year upon year so is he going to be able to handle what pressure Smith brings to him if he brings pressure and, and Smith doesn't give him too much respect in this fight it is really interesting because on one hand I think Smith's just got the ability and he's got the physical advantages to beat Paterbiev and I think we've seen in previous fights that Paterbiev can be hit and he can be hurt and two of the British guys that have fought him Callum Johnson and Anthony Yard have been able to do that with Paterbiev Anthony Yard gave him a really really good fight Anthony Yard wasn't ready for that I've always said he wasn't ready for that but he's shown heart and he's shown courage and I think what he's shown was that Paterbiev can be hit, he can be hurt, he can be got to, he's not invincible, his record might suggest it, but he's not. He's a man, he's a human, he can he can be hit and he can be hurt, and Callum Smith can hit and hurt people, and he's a much bigger fighter, and he can use that advantage to be able to break down Paterbiev. But the equalising factor here is, is obviously Paterbiev's power in both hands, and as soon as he lands on a fighter, as soon as that fighter faces Paterbiev and feels that power it's like they start to then go back into their shell like themselves and they, they become scared of, of the fact that they don't want to make that mistake because as soon as they make the mistake they know they're going to get hurt and that's all it takes we've seen it when we looked at last weekend's fight with Davis and Barroso well a lot of us wrote Barroso off because of his age thinking that you know he isn't the same fighter maybe he once was and all it took was 
was one short left hook on the inside and Davis was done. So we absolutely cannot write anything out of this script and say that Paterbiev is, is going to annihilate Callum Smith because he could quite easily do that if he lands on him. So I'm interested to see how both of these fighters come in with a game plan and what that game plan might be. And, and I'm interested to see tactically how this will play out because at this moment in time, I I can't really predict how this fight will play out. A lot of people might just be sitting there going, well, Paterbiev's just going to win this fight. It's as simple as that. I know a lot of people in America, I know you guys listening, you don't really follow a lot of our fighters. And I think a lot of you probably won't really have seen a lot of what Callum Smith has done, maybe other than the Canelo fight. It's like a lot of people don't follow the boxing that much that they see what other fighters have done prior to them taking fights. I've seen a lot of Americans go on social media in particular and say, you know, who's this Who's this UK bum? Who's this British bum who we've been fighting? It's like, look, look at the resume of these fighters. And I, I know that's one thing we always tend to do when we do these fight previews is, like, if we don't know so much about a fighter and, and they're involved in a fight, we'll, we'll purposely go out of the way and we'll look and get to know this fighter a little bit better and understand what they're going to bring to the table. And, and it's good because we get to learn a lot more about the fighters that are out there that maybe we wouldn't necessarily always know about. And, and that's probably me telling everybody like don't write fighters off completely like we have done before because you really don't know what they're always going to bring to the table so I think with Callum Smith's history he is a former world champion he has beat some great fighters and obviously he's been beaten by a very great fighter in Canelo Alvarez and that is the only loss on his resume in 30 fights but Serbiev's got no losses on his resume in 19 fights and he stopped all of his opponents so you've got a recipe for a really good fight here. Johnston, it's hard to predict and analyse this fight for me personally. I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but I'd love to hear like how each of these fighters in your mind could could break down this fight and win it. Well, I mean, look, what you said was right as well. When it comes down to Callum Smith, um, he gets quite a bit of bad negativity when it comes to the, for, from what I've seen from some of the American fans. And I think that's because when he jumped onto the scene for them, it would have been after the, the World Boxing Series where he beats George Groves, an aging George Groves, may I add, and an injured George Groves. Wasn't the best version of George Groves, but he did the job and he got it done. Many suggest that's his best win. It probably was. When you look at, from there, the viewers, the eyes are on him, the, the world scene's on him, you know, can can Canadian fans and American fans, etc. All of a sudden, oh, okay, who's this guy that's won the World Boxing Super Series? Because you look at all the other champions from that, the U6, the UAs, etc. All very good. Josh Taylor, everyone knows who they are now. Smith, it's not gone that way. He's not become that recognised fighter. Because when they do see that fight, what fight do they look at? They look at John Ryder. And it's almost like from that defeat, John Ryder's loss it's actually catapulted his career where people give him more respect internationally than they do Callum Smith because of that poor performance from Smith a lot of people felt Ryder had won it I think we both agree I'll have to go back and watch it I, I think we both agreed that he lost that fight and it wasn't good viewing then he gets to Canelo Alvarez fight and he goes into his shell nowhere near the level of the Callum Smith that we had seen before the Groves fight before the World Boxing Super Series the argument, again, even the toughest fight he had was Groves in the final. Other than that, the two guys, the two fellas before that were average fighters. So it's hard. Although he was a world champion, I can understand where some people would say, well, who's he really beaten? And what's he really done? 
And for me, I think it's a mental thing. When it comes down to Callum Smith, when you look at that Canelo Alvarez performance, he really didn't look good, did he, Sean? I mean, it, mentally, he wasn't right. And I know we always talk about, sort of, I always bring in some of the old career profile quotes, etc. But Custy Amato, great believer in the mental side of boxing. He believed that boxing was 50, 60, even 85% mental. And for me, Callum Smith, when he's had to step up, mentally hasn't been right. Technically, he's got, I think, Buddy McGirt's in his corner. Technically, he's got to improve Smith. Will he be able to help when Callum's put under pressure? When you look at the rider fight, you look at the Canelo Alvarez fights, he goes within himself. When he's the aggressor and he works behind his jab, he's boxing well, when he's confident, just look at the George Groves fight. I know George Groves was half the fight he was for me, especially with the injury, but he demolished him and he looked great. And that's the that's the, that's the Callum Smith we had seen right up until that point in his show. And then you get... What, he's had six fights in six years? Too inactive. I don't care what anyone says, that is not active enough. For him to get beaten as mentally and, and physically, and, and he went into his show, he stood in on the ropes, went into the corner and allowed Canelo to unload on him. That's my view on Smith. And then when you look at Baterviv, if he can, do, if if he does that and he goes to the ropes and covers up, Baterviv will find holes. And when he hits you, he hits hard. The, the issue with Baterviev is his aging. He's 38. Again, Kustimar, great quote he said. The body knows things that the mind doesn't know. So who knows? This could be the fight where finally Baterviev feels his age. I can't I just don't think the writer's on the wall for him yet. I think he's just hit too hard. I know Yard put him under great, immense pressure. One of the fights of the year. Yard gave him great credit. But the younger man still couldn't break him down. He broke the younger man down no matter what he threw at him. Is there much difference between a Yard and a Smith? I think Yard's probably, since the Kovlev fight, has improved and he's mentally stronger than a Smith. But yet, Baterviev's still done him. You know, Baterviev is proactive in the ring. I feel he's, he does react sometimes when things ain't going right. He's a bit of a slow starter, barring the Smith fight, because Smith went, Smith Jr. fight, Smith Joe Smith Jr. went straight at him. But he came out after that. So... He might be a slow starter, but he, he eventually takes takes the fight on. And and when he when he finds himself in trouble, like again, Castillo, another thing. I've nicked some of his quotes for this episode because I think they're great to to assess these fighters. Uh, when he's when he's under tri- in trouble, he's able to in a split second. He doesn't think about his actions. He just hits, and that's basically what Cus used to tell his fighters. You know, don't think about it. You overthink it. You're gonna get hit. He doesn't do that. He doesn't overthink anything. He's reactive, proactive, and he will take you out because his punches hurt. So that's, that's my theory, Sean. I think it's either the age for Paterviev. Is he going to be an aging fighter when his legs go and he looks very old in the ring? It's got to happen to him. Age will always be the factor. It's either age or when you move up in weight that stops these kind of fighters. But Paterviev's one of the top 10 fighters in the world, top five fighters in the world. I don't care if he's 38. He doesn't look it. And I just think he's too powerful and too strong for Callum Smith. And it's the the mentality of Callum Smith that is the biggest problem for me, Sean. I don't think he's ever been that fighter we see as he was moving up the chain and and moving up to become a world champion. And I don't think when he was world champion, he really fought anybody other than Sol Canelo Alvarez, who wasn't a light heavyweight. I know they fought a super middleweight, but the way he bullied him, there's huge, huge. I think that's the biggest doubt for me. How and how on earth is he gonna now step up to Baterviev and and do anything? Like you say, he's got the tools. I don't think he's got the mentality. 
that's a really, really good point. And it probably gives more weight to the argument of uh, a lot of you American listeners, the ones that sit there and, and literally give Callum Smith absolutely no chance uh, and maybe call, even call him a bum at times as well. The other interesting part of the conversation I had with Anthony Crawley yesterday was that when he talked about the Canelo fight, and I mentioned the, the bullying aspect of it with Canelo to Smith, and I explained that to him, what he told me, which I didn't know, obviously you don't normally hear these sort of insider stories until after the fact, but he did say that he was really struggling at the weight and it was the, it was the first time that he'd really struggled to make super middleweight. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply and also in the lead up to the fight, so in the dressing room before the fight, he said he had sort of no snap in his punches. And, and the fact that he had no snap in his punches or he wasn't able to get going, even in the dressing room, Anthony said himself, I kind of felt there and then that this is going to be a really difficult night for him. And it, and it was. So it is interesting when you hear those little elements of, of information that actually, you know, if he if he's not if he's not 100% mentally ready for this fight, if he's not 100% got that confidence within himself to go out there and do a job then he he isn't going to win it it's as simple as that and it's a really good point that you've made there uh, about the mentality in in this fight and I think what we've seen with Peterbiev is that this this guy is is from that same sort of stock of, of Eastern European fighter that has got this never say die attitude and this stone cold mentality and you think of other fighters that are like that and you automatically think of Terbiev, you automatically think of people like Usyk and Lomachenko and these guys come from 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 these difficult surroundings and circumstances that have sort of bred them into the the fighters that they are and and at times they're quite stone cold aren't they and and that's kind of yeah. for, that's that for me Johnston's what is going to be the difference in this fight as it is for you is is if the mentality of of Callum Smith isn't where it should be then he's not going to win this fight. I think Peterbiev's mentality is going to be take your time, look for the openings, let Callum Smith come to you, let him come to you, let him bring the physical advantages, let him let him do what he needs to do because eventually Peterbiev will step inside and he will get to him. And I think that's the moment where we're going to see whether Callum Smith 
has got that heart and determination to be able to overcome the adversity. And, you know, people that we've spoke about recently who, who've kind of turned that mentality around is Daniel Dubois with the Jarrell Miller fight. A lot of people felt like he didn't have it. And what he's shown in that particular fight was that he does have it. It's just that he didn't have the confidence within himself. And he openly admitted that in the post-fight interview. So I just hope with this fight that, that Callum has got that deep down inside him. As a, as a British fight fan, of course, I would love to see him win this fight. But objectively, I'm realistic about how this goes down. And I genuinely believe that Baturbiev will, over the course of the fight, will start to look for them openings and, and ultimately break Callum down. I think he stops him. I think he stops him late in the fight. Canelo went the distance with him. Canelo's not a massive, massive puncher. It's a lot of the fighters that, that struggle with Canelo is usually down to the accumulation of the punches, the angles that he throws them at, and the way he's able to set those traps and cause problems to fighters. But Baturbiev, he's just stone cold. He, he literally, if he hits you with whatever he hits you with, he hurts you. He, you know, he is literally like the epitome of, of Ivan Drago out of Rocky Four. You know, he, whatever... Right, just say that. exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, whatever he hits, he destroys. That is Baturbiev at the moment. It really is. And I think if he's to get on the inside and he's to get within the distance of Callum Smith, if he hits him, he hurts him. If he hurts him, for me, it's 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 done. I, I from what I I haven't seen enough really with Callum Smith in those moments where I genuinely believe he's got that capacity to to overcome that. This could be the fight that it happens in. I'd like to hope that it is because this is the biggest fight of his career by the Canelo fight, of course. So if any time's the time to do it, now is the time. Now is the time to show the world that. And you've made some really good points about victories on his resume and his resume in general. And when you were talking about it, it made me sort of look back and think, you know what? George Groves was probably his, his best win on his resume in terms of the level of accolades his opponents have had. The best fighter he's faced, of course, is Canelo Alvarez. John Ryder gave him absolute problems. And, you know, that that propelled John Ryder's career. And I think John Ryder gave Canelo a better fight than Callum Smith did. And look, yep. at, look at the comparison yep. there between the two of them. They, they, all three of them had fought each other. And I thought Ryder's effort against Canelo was better than what Callum Smith was because at least Ryder fought back and he, he gave some, some really good moments in that fight where he was competitive with Canelo, whereas Callum wasn't. So there's the difference between those two fighters and, and that how it's propelled John Ryder's career and how John Ryder hasn't had the same accolades that Callum has. So, you know, this is the time for Callum to, to strike. If he's going to do anything now, if he's going to really get some accolades in this sport, in this division, and become a two-weight world champion, now is the time to do it. He isn't going to get any other, any other better time now because he's fighting arguably the best fighter in the division and one of the best fighters pound for pound. This is a really big fight, and if he doesn't take this opportunity now, then for me... I struggle to see how he then goes on to be the successful fighter that maybe we once thought he was going to be because in this division, there's two guys at the top and it's Baturbiev and Bivol. And if if he can't get past Baturbiev, he can't win a title. I just fear that he's never going to get the opportunity to become a two-weight world champion unless Baturbiev and Bivol eventually fight and unify and become, you know, one of them becomes undisputed champion and one of them vacates and the belts get fragmented as they do and then that leaves openings for other fighters. That's the only other way if Callum doesn't win this fight. And I'll be honest with you, my prediction for this fight is a light stoppage for Arta Baturbiev. I do think he breaks him down. Having seen what I've seen with the Canelo fight and, and the John Ryder fight in particular, I do think that Baturbiev will eventually break him down and stop him late in the fight. 
I think the writing's on the wall in terms of when you look at what they've been through in there. Sort of in the, just look at the last six years. I mean, you look at the last six fights as sort of as you do. Uh, you know, you look through the career, but the last six is effectively the last six years. It's, it's a big part of someone's boxing career, and when you see the adversity that Peterbiev's come through, you think about the yard fight. You think about even before that, the Callum Johnson fight, the Marcus Brown fight. I think he had a cut in that fight. I mean, he demolished Goodvek, didn't he? Goodvek's made a comeback, but he's a big puncher as well. Demolishes Joe Smith Jr., who I think has a good fight against Callum Smith. So I, I think what's, what Joe Smith Jr. tried to do was attack Peterbiev early because he was a slow starter, and then it worked against him because he ended up getting absolutely mullered. So he, he, you're almost in a in a catch twenty two. What does Callum Smith do? He uses his size. He has to use his height advantage. He's got a fantastic left hook. He can work behind the jab. He does have the tools. He really does have the ability to do it. He's not shown it to anyone for a long time. I don't feel he's knocked a few bodies out and very destructively in this weight. And maybe the weight was the issue. Maybe the weight was the issue in the Ryder fight and the Canelo Alvarez fight. And that was the reason for him not performing. And now we're now he's moved up in weight. We're seeing the real Callum Smith that we had seen pre and at the time of George Groth fight. Maybe, maybe we do see the old Callum Smith that we've seen ourselves, Sean, watching him when he was on Sky, knocking people out. You know, Rocky Fielding destroyed him. Two undefeated fighters at the time. Tremendous performance. And I was like, wow, this guy is going places. And it dropped off. So hopefully the, the move to this division has helped him and he will be mentally stronger and confident. The more the fight progresses and he doesn't get hurt, I feel that he will, he could take control of this fight very early on. For me, Baterviev just has that mentality and he's not just a, he's not like a massive puncher just knocks people out either. He's a very good boxer, Baterviev. He does set traps. He's got a terrific jab himself and he can box. He's not just one punch wonder and he's going to knock you out, although his record suggests that. He has vists like stone. If there was the hands of stone today, he's the man. He is your Duran. You know, and it just, I think for me, it's just age. When will it happen where he ends up becoming a, a cropper is the time when the age kicks in. It could be this fight and it could be a great performance from Callum and I'm with you, Sean. I really hope it is. I hope, you know, and obviously getting behind Anthony Corona and that's terrific I'll be getting behind Smith I will want him to win I want him to prove me wrong but you know what Cush used to tell Mike Tyson as Mike said all the time your mind is not your friend you have to fight with your mind control it uh, put it in its place you have to control your emotions Baterviev is the man to do that I think this is a very strong men in terms of the fight I think mentality comes into this a whole lot and Baterviev has that mentality, has the power, and eventually, I'm with you, I think he knocks him out. I mate, I mean, if, if you're a better man, I'd go under six, you know, I would. If you're a better man, if you, I reckon there's good numbers in under six. But I feel that it goes over six rounds, and, and Baterviev eventually finds that shot. And unfortunately, where Callum Smith just covers up, Sean, he does it a lot. He, he, he's got a, he puts his guard up high, he's got a big frame, but he does lean in the ropes in the corner, and the fights have seen... Fighters do that against Baterbia. You're in for a world of trouble, and I think that's what. Wouldn't be surprised if he's a body shot, drops them out, drops them elbows, and then lands something and eventually gets rid of him. So, yeah, I'm going for a Baterbia knockout over six.
So the other fights on the card then of interest that people might be looking to watch also on this card in Canada in Quebec City is Jason Maloney defending his WBO Bantamweight Championship for the first time since winning it in his last fight. And then we also have another good super middleweight fight, 25-0 Christian and Billy facing Rohan Murdoch, former opponent of Zach Parker. Christian and Billy's a, a really, really good fighter. I know one of our previous guests on One to Watch and someone I know personally, Billy Dennis, has been over in Canada sparring with him as he has previously been sparring with Baturbiev. So he's had some really good experiences over there. And him, as him and Billy, looks like the other name around the super middleweight division with the likes of Benavidez and David Morrell. You know, these are sort of a couple of the names now that are looking to take that throne that Canelo Alvarez has in that super middleweight division. So if you are looking to tune in to the card, make sure you do watch the Christian and Billy fight as well. But I also wanted to use the last segment of the show, really, just to talk about a little bit of news that I seen yesterday on social media which was, when is the next Lee Wood fight? Well, Eddie Hearn has confirmed that it's going to be May the 18th. It's looking like it's at Nottingham Forest football ground, and the proposed name is Josh Warrington in a rematch, which is probably the fight that a lot of us expected to happen. It hasn't been fully confirmed. It is just what he said in an interview. Eddie Hearn has said that May the 18th, Nottingham Forest football ground, and it's going to be Josh Warrington. It probably will get confirmed. It's likely that in the next week or two, we'll probably see announcements for that and we can probably formally talk about it. But I just wanted to get initial reactions, really. Like, I wanted to see Lee Wood move on personally. Personally, I wanted to see him move on. However, when we spoke about the aftermath of him beating Josh Warrington, we did say that a fight at the city ground with Josh Warrington would bring big numbers in terms of monetary value because they've both got big sets of support behind them. So... What are you thinking about it? Is it is it a good move to start the year for Lee, who had a really active year last year, of course, with the two fights with Lara and then Josh Warrington? Good start to the year for him. He can repeat his performance and get a better performance and, and beat Josh Warrington better this time and sort of put an end to Josh Warrington's tirade on social media about how he was winning the fight and got caught. Or do you think he should have been fighting someone else now? You know, the city ground holds what thirty thousand, thirty and a half thousand. And when you put the you know the ring in and you can open up the floor, you know you probably get thirty over thirty thousand in that stadium for a boxing event, which is you who you need. You need someone with a backing. You need someone that's going to bring fifteen, twenty, you know, fifteen thousand fans with them. Uh, Warrington Jaman, he's going to do. It. He's going to bring the Leeds fans. He's quite local for the, for all of them. It makes perfect sense. Uh, I think Nottingham Forest play their last home game against Chelsea on the 11th of May. They're away to Burnley, last game of the season, 19th of May. So you're going to have the Saturday, the 18th of May, and then you got Burnley away. So some Nottingham Forest fans are going to be feeling it that weekend. I'm sure they're probably planning for it as we speak. But that leads Nottingham, huge following the pair of them. They're going to fill that stadium, and it's going to be a good fight. Um and it's going to do great numbers on television. It's going to do great numbers. They're going to sit out the stadium. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to knock it. I ain't. Um, Warrington did get shot. He was winning the fight. He did get caught with a shot. So maybe that is the factor. We'll see. Um, it, 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 it's everything. There's a rematch. You've got a big stadium. It makes perfect sense. And I think it's, it's a good bit of promoting from Eddie. Well, that pretty much brings an end to this particular episode. Just a little bit of housekeeping before I call time on this week's Big Pipe preview. 
I wanted to make everybody aware again about the fact that we've been nominated for an award for two of the podcasts by the Sports Podcasting Group. It is BTR's main podcast feed, the BTR Boxing Podcast Network and the Darker Side of Boxing. Please do go to the Sports Podcast Group and vote for one of them. And if you have more than one email address, you can vote for both of them. Please do go on there. The voting ends in a couple of weeks' time. Please go and do that. It would be really appreciated if you could put your votes in for us. It takes you literally about five minutes to do it. Also, if you are listening to us on Spotify, continue to please leave your comments below in the box. It's really helpful. It's really great to see what people are thinking about the fights. Thank you to everybody that's commenting on the YouTube channel with the Legendary Knights episodes that are going up on there, of course. Big shout out to all the patrons for supporting us as always. We really appreciate your support. And to everybody else who has been supporting the social media channels, everybody that's finding us through Facebook and through Twitter and through Instagram and even TikTok, big thank you to you guys for supporting us as always. But that is it for this episode. We are predicting that Paterbiev beats Callum Smith by stoppage. Tune in for the fight this weekend and we will be back next week with a big fight reaction show. Thanks for listening to the BTR Boxing Podcast Network. Podcast Network.